and welcome. Broadcasting from Occupied Tongwoodland in Long Beach, California. This is Wait, Why Am I Talking Podcast. Here with me today are two great comrades. Uh, Vic. Vic, how you doing today? Uh, I'm okay. I am alive. I am breathing. I feel ready to take on capitalism once again. Nice. And, uh, refreshed, huh? Uh, a little bit refreshed. A little bit refreshed. I haven't been working a lot, so... I feel very refreshed. Then trying to bug our union, I got another sound buddy who's fucking politic. He keeps posting, 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 posting. Am I your homie? This is not politics. You want to do politics. You told me you want to do politics, but you keep posting. <laughs> so I hit him up. I'm like, yo, dude, this is doing nothing. So if you want to do something, let me know. And he hit me up and he's like, yo, what is it do we do? Cool. Get a Google sheet going <laughs> <laughs> and let's start keeping names of the people that we contact in IATSE, in our union, see what they say, and then we'll take it from there. Because there's a, we didn't endorse Joe Biden until there was no one left to endorse. They took no stance. Wow, cool. <laughs> and he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, dude, imagine our union took no stance. He's like, that's <laughs> fucked up. I was like, I know that's fucked up, but I don't know who to pressure to change that. We got to find that out. Hmm. And he's like, all right, so we got another Google Drive going with different, you know, addresses and shit. Damn. Yeah, I mean, you, it, it's particularly funny that he's like, uh, I want to do politics, then posts while well, you both are like in a union, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, dude, <laughs> exactly. We could literally change our own material. <laughs> people don't know. People don't know. You know, that's the people are at the point where they think that engaging in politics is posting on social media, which is like, no, that's actually the worst way practically dude from chapel matt crispin to me put it the best he's like it's frictionless no matter what you do what you think is happening how much momentum is happening online there is no friction because there's no oh. friction there's no tension so it's just like a slick pss, nothing happens as opposed to the real world when you move you're moving the earth and the ground and tearing everything up if you're really making change but no matter how many people post online oh well and even through this app, Robinhood, all right, we'll just shut you down. Done. Like, you know, you can't do that when you got people. It's the friction. Yeah, when you got people in the Capitol building smearing shit on the walls. Like, <laughs> that's changing shit. Not changing shit, but like. That's friction. It's friction, exactly. It's friction. Yeah, it's uh, just fucking simulations. We're simulating some action. We're not, actually, we're not doing it. Yeah, simulated. Yeah, like, uh, like virtual reality almost. The fucking matrix dude mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah people think they're doing something all right right on i feel you i'm feeling a little little bit good at the moment as well uh more refresh more energy um some exciting things have been happening mm -hmm. uh, a little bit of uh personal greed and the masses are fucking over some hedge funds so that that's great that's always good that's good and we also have jordan here jordan What's up? How you doing? Hey, uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I wish I felt as revitalized, honestly. Uh, I'm honestly kind of fuming about not getting a vaccine still, uh, even though I go to work every day. I don't begrudge any of the people who have gotten them. Good for them. But it's just crazy to see like um, some of the like retirees and stuff and certain other people getting it. And then I go to work every day like a clown. Uh, I feel but, you, dude. I feel yeah. you. It, what pisses me off is uh, we're still getting monetized vaccinations, you know, commoditized vaccinations for profit. 
Yeah, Dodger Stadium. They shut down the vaccination center. Oh my god. And the cops were like, please step aside after nope. an hour. Nobody arrested. Nobody arrested. Oh my god. You know, I was talking to some friends in Canada and um they said pretty much en masse. Uh, they're currently vaccinating everyone over 65. Pretty pretty much en masse. Um, but yeah, they have plans where just sort of like Dodger Stadium. But they're going to be opening up hockey rinks in the near future mm. to start vaccinating everybody. Oh. Vaccinating everybody. What's more fucking Canadian than that, though? You know what I mean? Nothing it's like is. we're all going down on the, the hockey rink to get a vaccination. Nothing <laughs> is. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, I just heard on the radio that the big holdup is the fact that like Moderna and Pfizer and stuff hold the, the obviously the um, patent on the publicly funded vaccine, right? So only they can produce mm. it. So there's like dozens of other um, pharmaceutical companies that are just sitting on their hands being like damn that's crazy we'd love to help but what about the, wow defense? that sounds really efficient i'm what glad about, market capitalism brought us that what about the defense in product the defense production act or some shit that can't you order I'm, companies hasn't been invoked. you know it's so funny say that because they were talking about that too recently i've heard on the news and like they're like yeah joe biden should do that and then like i don't know maybe he like is like shuffling around the white house or like <sighs> joe biden is like busy i don't even know what like what what's going on this is what's up fuckery. with all that this Maybe. is that fuckery you hear a president come out and say we need to change white supremacy and systematic racism everyone is like oh shit those words have never been uttered but yo dude you could literally just do things right now to help folks with the vaccine yep. that's ravishing the brown and black community in this country He's probably look, cut him a break. He's looking at his stock portfolio. He's like, hey, this is this is not a bad situation. We don't no emergency going on here, people. Um Well Trump got criticized so much for not doing that. So much for not doing that. Where's that criticism now? Yeah. I mean, you know how Lib said I'm so glad to not think about politics? It's a little weird because like I'm I don't feel that way at all, right? But like it's weird how just like it's kind of dropped off. Like I, I literally don't know like what the fuck is going on over there you know yeah i mean even if, when i try to stay informed it's just like there's just nothing they're just jangling keys that's a good point i mean vic uh no sorry uh fucking trump trump on the on twitter all the time we like knew we had all this information which the majority of it was inaccurate but there was like little bits of like sort of information of what's going on, which was pretty much like, we ain't doing anything. <laughs> we're utterly corrupt and we're destroying the country. But now we get into the liberal paradigm where it's like back to the hush hush uh, nature of the executive where, hey, we want them to know as little as possible. And we'll just have our very uh, carefully constructed PR statements out to the media. True. I mean, yeah, it, it honestly, it's it's weird. It feels like a president got in. I guess this is kind of how Bob was, but I don't remember. That like he's like trying to run down the clock, like like just like keep his head low and hope nobody notices that he's the president, you know. <laughs> it's working so far. <laughs> right, we're digging in. We're digging into Signal Hill. So a little bit of context. Signal Hill. Signal Hill is a city. 
not near Long Beach, California, but actually encompassed by Long Beach, California. Wait up, wait up, wait Inside wait How is that possible? the city. That's not possible. Right. Uh, you wouldn't think that is particularly common or even possible, but I assure you that it is. And we're going to dig into uh, some of the motivations behind that happening, behind the formation of a city within another city. Signal Hill, a beacon on a hill, as it were. It's All a right. city on a hit the hill. That's city on a hill, beacon. It's a beacon to everybody. Yeah. For the wealth, <laughs> black beacon. That's the way I see it. The black gold city. God. Yeah. So today, today we're really discussing uh, Signal Hill, obviously, but uh, one of our main sources uh, that has informed this discussion is a text, an article, as well as a book by Ken Farfsing, uh, Black Golden Paradise Reclaiming Signal Hill. So if you're a Long Beach native, uh, local and you want to get a capitalist perspective on Signal Hill, you can check that out. And we're also using the article. Black Gold in Paradise. Same, same title, pretty much. Reclaiming Signal Hill, a history of the development of Signal Hill by the same author uh, that was originally published in the South Southern California Quarterly. So what's up? What's up, Vic, Jordan? Also, what's, what are big points here? Just to be clear, this was, this was paid, bought and paid for by the city of Signal Hill. This, is, this article itself is propaganda. Like, it's propaganda. Yeah, it's cheerleading. propaganda. But and, even and, the stuff they mention and don't mention is like fucking mind-boggling. Ken, Ken was a uh, manager, if I'm not mistaken, of Signal Hill. Ah, okay. <laughs> I love the way it just starts off, where we start off with the Tongva people, and then we go to landowners in the first <laughs> paragraph. And, and the mention of the Tongva people is, is a sentence, <laughs> pretty much. It just mentions that, like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to read the, all it says about them. Please do. The area was originally inhabited by the Native American Tongwa people with villages near the existing sites of Los Alamitos Adobe Ranch House and the Los Cerritos Adobe Ranch House. Keep going, Jordan. Oh, Keep I'm going. sorry. That's it. Oh. I'm over. That's all sentence. <laughs> that, it, uh, half that sentence is referencing like... Um, landowners. What's the word? Well, it's, it's referencing like ranchos. missions. Colonial mansions. And mm-hmm. stuff, like not, Nothing like, yeah, and this is what they did or like... The, the story about Signal Hill supposedly being called that because the native peoples would use it as a, a, a signal point because it's like the tallest point within 10 miles. Like, yep. nothing. Or, or talking about how then those people have been displaced. Yeah, Where according to this, now? I guess they all just like turned to smoke. Like, whatever happened to all that anyway? Wow. I didn't expect it to be that just glaring. But, you know, when was this written? Like in the 90s or something? I think uh, it was more no. recent than that. No, oh, definitely not. Wow. 2015. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is 2015. This is this is like less than 10 years ago. <laughs> wow. Uh, when I said when I said it, what's fascinating is the stuff they they leave in and the stuff they don't leave, like the stuff he says and doesn't says, I really do mean that. Like it's incredible some of this stuff. Okay. All right. Let's... Yeah, it, it, it erases wow. uh indigenous experience from our history, but you know, that's pretty frequent throughout the country. And honestly, I, w- I wish we had more to say about the pre-colonial period or like the pre-19th uh, century period. But honestly, uh, we, I couldn't find a lot of good resources on it. Um, I'm sure there's more to learn, but like there's not a lot of academic articles or stuff written on this. I mean, there's the, almost the only stuff about Signal Hill is this propaganda piece. Like that's almost it, you know? Something, something that um, 
it's a little bit of uh, unrelated to our topic of Signal Hill, but uh, a fight currently, if you're if you are listening to this and you're interested in uh, getting a little bit involved, we're not particularly involved in this at the moment. We should probably be more so. Uh, the Pavugna tribe is currently involved in trying to fight uh, the destruction of indigenous lands by California State University, Long Beach. So, you know, this is still a struggle of displacement even to this day. And we've been trying to, like, you know, look deeper into this. To give you some context, August and Louis Lumiere are the Lumiere brothers. And they started fucking around with cameras around the same time these folks were setting up Signal Hill. I could find countless articles and stories about these two French dudes doing so much. Mm. But around the same time, these people were getting displaced. There's nothing about them. Nothing about them whatsoever. A whole fucking people. So it's just yeah. another example of like complete erasure, complete, complete erasure. Yeah. And we unfortunately we can't do it justice in this episode, we can't. like partially because of that. And like this is a liberal paradigm, right? The idea that like native people's like you either skip over what happened or you say, oh, they all died. Like we were really bad and oppressive and racist mm-hmm. and they all died like they're gone. And then, you know. For example, like Cal State Long Beach, like Miles just said, a bunch of native people are like, actually, no, we're we're still fucking here. You just ignore us. Like that's a big thing, you know? Right. A lot of lot of uh pre-oil history. Because and and this is what's interesting about Signal Hill. It's like oil, oil discovery is really like marketed in terms of uh talking about the history. But what I what I found that was particularly interesting in this documentation was the role of railroads and public transportation in the growth of these communities. Yes. Um, yes. Which today, I mean, we don't th- even think about public transportation. It's like all this infrastructure is like hundreds of years old. But uh, as an example, Long Beach, Long Beach's population between 1906 and 1920 grew significantly, at least 3,000 to 18,000 people. But And the census of 1920 actually put Long Beach's population at like 55,000 people. Wow, and that's because of the railroad. Because of the railroad, because of its connections to L.A. Wow. Funny. So when we say railroad, I think a lot of people have this idea in their head of like 18. This is, you know, this is the late 19th century, earliest 20th century. Like they think like a steam engine. No, these are electric trains that probably ran faster and cleaner than the current electric trains. Like this shit is not like old timey. Well, it is, but. Like this is this is the Pacific Electric Railway. Y'all can't see it, but I, I'm showing it to Vic and Miles right now. Look at this map. Look at everywhere in LA County that this thing mm-hmm. fucking goes. It goes into OC, it goes to Long Beach, it has three stops in Signal Hill, like alone. It goes to Pasadena. Dude. Yeah. So I mean, they state this in the book, but this is the precursor to the highway system. They basically right. took all these rail systems and just said, okay, fuck it, we're gonna turn them into highways. Which, I mean, I don't know about the listener, but that's really frustrating to me because I appreciate a very strong subway and public transit. I like trains. Obviously, things were able to happen and grow pre-oil with just railways and getting good public transportation to grow a city. Well, that's the thing. Like, capitalists, intentionally or not, partially intentionally, partially not, like, we are expected to completely like forget the history of like what was possible, right? So we talk about the good old days of America, quote unquote, like make people talk about make America great again, shit like that. 
And they're talking about like the, the post-war boom. But like liberals today will remind you that we can't do stuff that we did over a hundred years ago. Like we had electric railways before like most people had electricity in their fucking house. And you're telling me now I have to pay Elon Musk $20 billion so I can drive in a tunnel bumper to bumper with <laughs> so another I can car drive in a tunnel in my fucking car, as opposed to just like a tra- a fast, cheap train. Like Jordan, oh, it's going to be an electric was car. Lost. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. The technology was lost, man. We don't know. Like, we can't rebuild trains like that. It would just be impossible. And, and it's, yeah, like like this is just so indicative of how crucial transportation is as an angle of of just people living yeah. and, and economic activity. And it's if we had sense, if we had socialism, if we had a little bit more socialism around, we would, I'm sure, have a crazy, much better uh, infrastructure for public transit. And if you want to actualize, quote unquote, freedom, like, yo, if I'm not free to move around and go wherever I want to, like, how is how am I really free? Especially when this already existed, like this already existed, was able to get folks cheaply across L.A. County. And now I need to have a vehicle get in traffic to make that same thing happen. There's a barrier to my freedom that the state put there. like that's not freedom. That's not the way they're supposed to facilitate freedom for us. I mean, the, I guess the conception was, uh, and probably marketing campaigns was freedom is a Model T Ford. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah literally because it was yeah. more profitable for. It's funny. Mean, we always <laughs> talk about building a future that like has never existed. Parts of it did exist, right? Yeah. <laughs> like parts of that future did exist. Like it did. And what I was just talking about the Lumiere brothers. See what goes on right now when we don't have the media like television when we don't have that overhauling television stuff like this is possible then tv and movies come in commercials about cars and the whole narrative changes about what freedom is and it shifts Mm -hmm. using that new technology to get us away from fucking electricity i mean electric car i mean electric railways and getting rid of the people saying it's okay to get rid of all this and give me a car like where the fuck did they get that idea in their head well, to, to touch a little bit on, like, so there's a lot of, like, public transit stuff here, but, like, the history of, like, real estate speculation in Southern California is a lot older than I realized, because in part of this article, it says, uh, in 1882, the Bigsby sold 4,000 acres to William Wilmore, who founded Wilmore City, which was renamed to Long Beach after Wilmore went bankrupt in 1884. <laughs> the new town struggled since it last good rail access. We literally were almost named after like a real estate developer. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. And not much has changed, huh? Yeah. No. And it also says that like uh, water made LA possible, but real estate development and the phantasmagoria of attendant activities that fueled the growth of SoCal. So like, NorCal was founded on gold. SoCal was literally set, founded on real estate speculation. That's why it's so fucking haunted down here. Yep. Yep. The, uh, cause, cause there was a lot of incentive to just control vast areas of land for citrus orchards. Right. Which, which is, which, which is the only like, thing Signal Hill was before. Oil. Exactly. Yeah. Most of the region prior to the discovery of oil was just orchards, vegetable orchards, citrus orchards. Exactly. Huh. But uh, all that changes. It all changes that. big time. Uh, the paradigm shift on June 23rd, 1921, when oil was discovered in Signal Hill with the eruption of 
Alamitos number one, geologist from Royal Dutch Shell. <laughs> Nobody yeah. knows that name. <laughs> Royal Dutch. Oh, weird. Shell? Royal Dutch? You know, I don't want to get comparative about, like, empires too much, but, like, the Dutch make the British seem, like, nice, friendly. <laughs> like, oh, the guys who cut off people's hands in the Congo? Like, mm-hmm. that's who was discovering oil? Cool. Wow. Like at the time in 1921. What the fuck? They're reformed now, okay? (laughs) They are have collecting data on whether or not we believe it's corporations' responsibility or everybody's responsibility or individuals' responsibility to tackle global warming. So they're reformed, okay? They're coming around. It's that these little names that we see and hear and that come up. It's just like once I heard Dutch Royal, ah, Royal Dutch, gosh. Yeah, this is yep. this oh, is a corporation we should be grinding to dust. <laughs> yeah, Nothingness. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is what the story is going to be, huh? We're talking about old oil, right? <laughs> this whole story, this whole article and like all the research we did, like when we first started this, I was like, okay, we got to be careful because Signal Hill, I mean, there's probably not that much history there. It's it's, it's, it's so really not toast. a big place. Um so milk toast and like i'm reading this and even in the propaganda piece it's like oh oh shit like you included that intentionally that's oh what my i'm God. saying that's yep. what i'm saying this is supposed to be propaganda but it's wild yeah it's a it's a point it's a positive point in their history they're like look we have legitimacy with present day uh companies that rule over our lives well royal dutch shell baby it's weird because it walks this line because it also it also emphasizes how like fucked up things were at this like oil boom, right? Like it talks about how construction was super slipshod, like oil was leaking all the time, oil fires, like it was it was like basically hell on earth, like literally. Yeah. Um at one point so many like they would build like oil pumps that weren't straight, and then they would accidentally drill oil sideways from drift and drill oil from another plot n- nearby. And there were so many trespass lawsuits that were filed signal in Signal Hill that a state law was approved in 1935 that uh, abrogated the previously filed lawsuits uh, up to 1936. They had to consolidate all their lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, dude, because it was, they just had to get rid of them because there's so like yeah. literally everybody was like <laughs> accidentally like this is the idea of like private property, right? You can't have private property when you're fucking like drilling up, anchor away and drilling next to another. <laughs> oil derrick is just not possible and all this shit is still under the ground in oil i'm sorry i flip of the tongue signal hill i almost called it oil hill because there's like <laughs> pipes cables junk if you dig there you're gonna hit like just trash and pollution pretty much pretty much and 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 like i the way it was represented in the book like open pits of oil oil flowing down the street in the open air when they didn't have the pipes um explosions from from gas from from the oil wells when there was just buildups of gas you know and we, and we talk about all the health complications that come from like fracking can't even imagine oh my lord <laughs> the health experience of the people that were living in signal hill like abhorrent terrible experiences and again we know how capitalism rolls what probably were the rung of the ladder those folks who are closest to those wells experience you know what I mean? Now yeah. your belly's scraping by, and in like ten years, there's oil everywhere, 
it's fucking the air probably stinks and reeks of chemicals and you have carpetbaggers coming left and right trying to drink your milkshake it's gotta be <laughs> fucking insane something yeah. something a little pleasant <gasps> they talk they talk about yeah basically a scam artist uh i don't recall the names of the scam artist but the original the original person had to leave to china because so many of the original investors fucking hated him so much and he uh, died there from suicide but the people that took over the scam ended up in the end scamming around 250 million dollars from investors wow and losing it they i think they eventually ended up serving like a short prison term but that that shit was like yes fuck y'all the efficiency of capitalism baby i mean you i we were talking about like how shitty signal hill was and obviously this affected the surrounding areas and like you know, the mansions that were built in the pre-oil period were, like, bought out by Shell to house workers because there was, like, such a housing shortage. Like, here's the thing. Some people didn't live in Signal Hill, but you got to realize the only reason that the, this drilling activity was even possible was because Long Beach had all the fucking hotels yep. and boarding rooms and people were turning their houses into boarding houses to house the workers. So, like, Long Beach was bearing the brunt of, like, you know, they talk about, quote-unquote, crime from people, like, gambling and, like, prostitutes which of course you know worst thing in the world sex work geez scary that's mentioned in this article in passing right um but like it exists because of long beach it's that single hill is not an independent entity at any point in its history no no and it's important to note that like all the propaganda about signal hill mentions long beach like signal yes. hill identifies as long beach prior to uh around 1924 1920s so why would they not identify with Long Beach, what incentive would they have? Great question, Vic. Let's talk about girl boss Jesse Nelson. All right. Uh, do you want to take this one, Miles? I can't. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Girl <laughs> boss Jesse. I don't know Nelson. if I can Nelson. read this. So, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So, okay. First, it's important to talk a little bit about like uh, how time is a flat circle. Yeah, time is a flat circle. But uh, so. The county of Los Angeles was the main mechanism for uh, obtaining property taxes and building infrastructure. Okay. So, pretty much at this point in time, Signal Hill didn't have, because it was unincorporated, it technically wasn't part of Long Beach, but there were efforts to annex it to Long Beach. And then this is also sort of where efforts to incorporate as its own city uh, started to occur. But pretty much uh, there was this argument by Jesse Nelson. Of course, taxation without representation, everybody, because they argued they were paying taxes to the Los Angeles County and really weren't having any infrastructure built uh, in return, which is just like, yeah, duh, (laughs) like the government is not particularly efficient at building infrastructure for common people, nor does it have a very strong interest to do so. so, so that was like the first call to do this, led by Jesse Nelson, quote unquote. But lo and behold, uh, Jesse Nelson was leasing land to the Petroleum Midway Company for drilling. So, I, you know, I think that in this text, this is a pretty big, glossy, look how great Signal Hill is, girl boss moment. Like, oh, result of this, the Signal Hill is a direct result of the suffragist movement oh. when it's like, yeah, no, it's it's because there were a bunch of oil folks there making a ton of money and the current sort of system of taxation was LA County getting all this getting all this money and yeah, they 
they wanted it. They wanted to incorporate for um, to basically make an oil city. That's what it was. I wanted to make an oil city. This might remind you of somebody we've talked about before. So I'm just going to read a few sentences here because I think it. I read this and I, I I got a little like disoriented. I was like, isn't this the 1920s? This isn't now. Um, Garcia, go ahead. Uh, no, you'll you'll see in a second. Uh, oh, kind of. Jesse wore many hats, including as a reporter for the Long Beach Press and the Long Beach yep. Telegram, yep. where she covered the <laughs> happenings in Signal Hill. She and her husband, Z.T. Nelson, had purchased 17 <laughs> acres in Signal Hill. Uh, Jesse's main concern regarding Long Beach's attempt to annex Signal Hill was that property owners and residents of Signal Hill All would right. not be able to afford the new property taxes. Yep. This is, this is like California. This is... Fucking property taxes, property taxes. This is all fucking uh, all the time. time. Driving us nuts. Time is a flat circle. Dude, we're gonna get to a section later where we talk about like the concerns about density on Signal Hill, and it's just like nothing has changed in like under capitalism. Like we're having the exact same fucking arguments, illogical bullshit, for literally generations. Yeah, this is where it's not Mm -hmm. individuals. Because no individual is going to fix this because the whole system is going to bring us back to the same motherfucking point every time. Hey, look, it's our property, okay? We get to choose how much tax we pay, right? Screw those, you know, 55,000, 100,000 people in Long Beach. We want our own city. All right. The people, by the way, that made this all possible because where the fuck are all the workers staying? (sighs) Oh, yeah, there are people literally fucking using their misery to pull this fucking black gold out the goddamn earth. Yes! Yep. Ugh. Like, these fucking oil workers, by the way, are not Ugh. cashing in. Like, they are, like, They're getting blown cashing. up, set on fire, breathing poison, not yep. making that much money. Oh, no, the no. They're, they're the making money. a wage. They're making a wage. Oh, sure, yeah. I, I, yeah, like, the wage is something like, I think it was, there were two quotes, but pretty much at the least, they were making nine fifty an hour, which I think at this time is like a ton of money for, for a laborer. But like compared to the long-term value that these fields are mm-hmm. making for their investors, it's nothing. And, and we were talking about sort of the health complications that are come up, going to come up. Yeah, these, these people are getting a wage to die. I mean, which we know that's capitalist MO, right? We want to pay you to go die for us. So we got Jesse. She is a reporter. Like Garcia, Garcia was a reporter, and did Jesse sell her her newspaper or no? <laughs> That's a great question, man. If she ever stopped reporting when she was doing this, she, <laughs> I, I I don't have contemporary stuff on it, but she probably was reporting on her own efforts to incorporate. That's awesome, uh, definitely. Because awesome. in 1924, she was successful. Like she managed to incorporate with. Uh, Miles, do you want to tell us how the very democratic, um, large process that the incorporation involved? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot of people. So at the, at the 1920 census recorded 55,000 people living in Long Beach. And the author actually reported that like estimates that this had grown to 100,000 by 1924. But they don't I, I didn't see a very uh, um, specific source for that number. But at least by 1920, there were 55,593 people living in Long Beach in no small part brought there because of, you know, the oil fervor. Right. Um, so they decide to incorporate him by they, I mean, Jesse Nelson and her uh, um, petroleum goons. And they hold a vote. No, they hold a vote. Sure. They hold a vote. Five hundred and eleven people vote. Five hundred and eleven people vote. We get three hundred and forty four. Yes. votes. 
no votes. So, I mean, hey, that's a pretty big margin <laughs> of the people voting, which which this is wild because we still see like the same freaking pattern today where we have we have elections and it's like a couple thousand people voting and the margins of victory are just a couple thousand people. And it's like these people then govern or have uh, effect on the lives of tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people. And they're just put in place by a couple thousand votes. But at the time of incorporation, so remember in this region, surrounded on all sides by Long Beach, possibly 100,000 people living in the area, at least 55,000 people living in the area, they incorporate into the city of Signal Hill and their population is 1,806 people at the time of incorporation. So pretty much 1,300 people all of a sudden are in the city of Signal Hill. <laughs> well, this is classic, right? Like, let's, let's zoom in on who lives in Signal Hill at this point, right? There's, it's, it's the people that all of them work on in the oil industry because Signal Hill has been, been turned into polluted shithole because of the fucking burning oil, all the problems we talked about, right? I, I mentioned earlier that um, an oil company bought one of the mansions in Signal Hill, like the rich people all left, sold their mansions to oil companies, used them to house workers. Literally, the, almost all the people there are literally bought and paid for by the oil companies. Like, there's not like residents, the residents of Long Beach who are bearing a lot of the brunt as well. They're not fucking asked about any of this. Yep. And, and, and look, a lot of times we talk about, okay, so city council meetings in Long Beach are on Tuesdays. Okay. Tuesdays uh, at like 5 p.m. usually, well, when, when COVID wasn't an issue. If you're a, pers- a working class person, you go to work until 5 p.m., you've been working eight hour days. The probability of you turning out to a city council meeting to sit there and listen and make a public comment, very, very, very low. So, what are the chances of oil workers who've been working probably since the crack of dawn, possibly got their finger chopped off that day? What's the probability that they're going to be going to these city council meetings and actually having having votes? It's not right. No. So like it's like we look at we look at the current oppression that working class people experience. And like this was back in the day when there were less worker protections. So it's it's got to be compounded. I yo. It keeps coming back to this because it is what it is. How is this not a fucking plantation? Ooh, they're getting a wage. Vic, right? this isn't they're the getting- ah, the know. wage. What's the-, the wage. Yes. The, the wage. wage, man. I don't. Ah. These people live in mm. shacks that are like on fire. Like, this is- what's the issue, <laughs> man? And they, they have to, they're probably, I imagine, forced to vote to keep that paradigm by incorporating this Signal Hill under an oil investor. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we don't, we don't know. I mean, maybe Petroleum uh, Way, well, what is it called again? The. Yeah, Petroleum Midway Company, they could have just talked to all their workers and been like, hey, you got to vote. Go vote. Wow. We don't know. Wow. So, I mean, like Miles said, they, the city of Signal Hill, because it has no independent culture or infrastructure or exists independently of Long Beach, had to get its water and gas lines, sewer services, and schools from Long Beach, which they, for the most part, still do. The only thing they have independent is, like, their police department, because I guess they want one that's even more racist than LBPD, which is a big ask. I, I think right now they have their a few of their own services. They did de- eventually develop that infrastructure via bond, but initially, yeah, they had no way to set up that initial infrastructure. It was all it was all uh, fed in through the city of Long Beach. So basically, it, they faked it till they made it. Yes, it's literally a fake <laughs> city. They just 
made it almost out of whole cloth. Like, yeah, we live, we have, we, people live here want this. The workers that we hired and brought in that view themselves as transient anyway, they're happy with us being in charge. Yeah. And just to give the audience some context, like, it's less than two square miles. Right. Yeah. And it's all around surrounded by the city of Long Beach. When we say hill, we literally mean it literally is just a hill. Yeah. And I want to, come back a little bit because we were talking about the workers and the value and, and how they're being compensated. But at Incorporation, the assessed value of the city was $42 million, $42 million in 1924. So this is, which is over half a billion now. It's, in, it's insanely like an insane amount of money. And per capita, it was assessed that each person had $23,000, right? In 1920. But of course, that's bullshit because the majority of the people there are just earning a wage, right? They're just working there. They're earning a wage. So what it really means is the people that and the companies like Dutch Royal Shell, they were enjoying a lot of this value. They were enjoying this wealth. The tiny few at the top. Mm. I wonder if there's a reform for that. Gee, I wonder. <laughs> what, could, what could it be? Probably the free market, I think. Um, you know wood and and steel and rope and pulleys you know you can get all of those on the free market that's all i'm gonna say that's um, right and they're all different all different steel all different ropes all different pulleys cool. um so this this carries us obviously this is a lot of fuckery but this kind of like carries us so they incorporate right they get what they want so you know what's the problem like they got what they wanted supposedly they're like one of uh jesse nelson's big things right was like hey we're gonna clean this town up because you know it is a shithole, right? Like nobody was contesting the fact that it was basically uninhabitable. So, like, what happened between that and the post-war? Like, things must have gotten fixed, right? Of course they did. Of course they did. Oh, white flight? What happened? Signal Hill missed out on the white flight? <laughs> yes. Signal Hill was such a <laughs> shithole that like when, <laughs> that after the war, that like when uh, you know, there was like redlining and all these loans being given out to white GIs and like you know, communities like Signal Hill were blowing up with like these redlined neighborhoods and uh, certain parts of Long Beach, right? They were like, nah. nice yeah, no develop. All the developers were like, you want us to build tract homes uh, on in this area, literally filled with like spewing oil derricks that were never <laughs> dealt with. We wanted to blow up, but not not blow up. Yeah, <sighs> like Shelbyville. So- <laughs> That's awesome. So the, the white people who do live in Signal Hill are, are pissed because they're like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, we're missing out on all this shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so good. In That's 1962, they passed a general plan to make themselves a city on the hill, which great, I think is great, considering the fact that they just like fucking bulldozed all the natives out of there and were like, we're going to be in a city on the hill. Like, very fitting metaphor. Um, consisting of multi-story residential, commercial, and office buildings, with densities of 80 units per acre. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Whoa. So some parts of Signal Hill are super dense and others are still just open? That's insane. Well, no, hang on. This was the plan in 1962. All right. right? Um, we are, just for context, uh, Long Beach is like, I think the average is 25 units per acre right now. Um, something like that. I don't know exactly. What were they trying to do? Uh, so just to be clear, Signal Hill's original 1962 plan was like 
gorgeous. Like that you, I, I know the listeners can't hear it, but I want you guys to scroll down to the photo I attached of like, like some of the concept drawings of like these, like, I don't know, 15, 10 story, like yeah. apartment buildings that are like very sleek and modern and like futuristic on top of the hill. Like the, the top of the hill itself is all this. Like, honestly, it looks fucking dope. It's got a bunch of park area. It's super fucking dense. Mm-hmm. Um, it honestly looks like what life could be like under communism. Um, but they, in 1974, developed, started a redevelopment agency with public funds because people started to push back against the idea of having too dense of housing, right? Like, Signal yeah. Hill was going to be going in a different direction than, like, the neighboring cities that did these tracked home suburban post-war gotcha, shit. Gotcha. They were actually going to do something good for once. Yeah, gotcha. Signal Hill actually still has a th- at least like two apartment complexes on top of the hill, um, which may may be holdovers from like this initial this right. initial um, plan. But yeah, backlash. Well, the backlash was right? so severe that currently Signal Hill's at fifteen units per acre. There's only four hundred forty one units on the entire hilltop, dude. That's like fucking like if you go up there, it's like big ass houses and oil derricks. That's it. Yes. Yep. Yes. Million dollar houses. Million uh-huh. dollar houses. And this was in eight, uh, 1989, right? So now we're just 15 units per acre. And this is part of the redemption arc, right? Uh, that this this propaganda lays out. Like Signal Hill, somehow mysteriously, Signal Hill incorporated in 1924 and still sucked ass all the way until the 60s. But they also have a thing in here about how the redevelopment agency with public money that quote unquote saved Signal Hill was buying uh, plots right back from speculators who had bought it for the oil, which is still pumping out of the ground to this day. Um, And they spent like hundreds of millions doing this. Um, At one point, there was 5,500. That's 5,500 speculative interests on a four-acre plot that is now the Signal Hill Police Department. Four acres? Yes. 5,000 people owned one plot of land because of capital. That's how many people had to get paid out just to, to buy land to like make it a city, you know, because it wasn't really a city up to that point. It was just a bunch of private property. It was not just private, man. It was investment. It was literally just yeah. a fucking oil there that just was owned by thousands investment. of people. So to make the city infrastructure, they had to buy out those fools. That doesn't sound how you make cities to me. No. <laughs> no. That's nope. not a very efficient way of making a city. This sounds like something else. Sounds like they're trying to hide something. I don't know why, but they're trying to hide something. What well, do you mean? I, I mean, we, we read it. You know, this is what they're hiding, trying to hide, right? <laughs> they're not even hiding it, though. <laughs> right, right. Well, they're not even hiding it. This is PR, you know? We, we enter into PR. the 90s, and yeah. they're like, hey, we need to, like, put a PR spin on what Signal Hill is. Yeah, know? yeah. No um, and, and, I mean, the, you know, what you were talking about, Jordan, like the white flight of the post-war era, this is, this, this is their redemption arc. You're right. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we missed out on we this golden out. opportunity. Let's, 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 uh, let's get back there, you know? They're, they want to live, live back in the past. Make Signal Hill great again, you know? Well, that's the thing. It was never, it was always, <laughs> it was always like, since 24, terrible. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. It's never been, it's never been great. <laughs> Anywhere. The crazy thing, though, while I was researching this, I didn't find this. I didn't find this out from academic research or this article. I found it out from talking to a guy who has worked in Signal Hill for a long time since the 90s. And he told me that um, Signal Hill annexed part of Long Beach in the late 90s. How does that work? I don't know the all the exact specifics, but I looked into it and this is true. Um, 
basically, you know where like the second Home Depot in Signal Hill is? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That whole area, like to the west and where the current police department is for Signal Hill, to the west of the hill was Long Beach. Mm-hmm. And in the late 90s, early 2000s, the it was like, and this was a, a thing a lot of rich liberals said about Long Beach, like Long Beach was like polluted and like this was a very industrial area. Um, so they wanted to redevelop it, right? And like make it uh, more commercial, more in- clean, cleaner industry, so to speak, right? Uh, housing. And part of it was they, the main thing they wanted to build was that shopping center where Costco is. That was the big thing. They wanted to incorporate so they could get their own, or they wanted to be part of Signal so they could get their own zip code, put money into it, build a shopping mm-hmm. center. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So the yes. people living in Long Beach were the ones who reached out. It was like, hey, we want to be part of Signal Hill. You know, I'm not 100% clear on that point. It's kind of a little bit of both. It's like there was like gotcha. people wanting to invest and build, like business owners wanting to build stuff. It's like a lot of the businesses around there went along with it. Um, because honestly, like the, like it was pretty like, and this is of course a loaded term, rough part of town, not very developed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they agreed to it. Like, But you got to remember, again, who was the people voting? Because in that area, especially at the time, there was not a lot of residents. It was like the city of Long Beach like let them take it. They were like, okay. Like the residents, the residents yeah. there voted, like all like what like hundred of them, and it became part of Signal. So Signal Hill is annexing us, dude. Wow, this is so dark. It is. This is way more fucked up than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's it's a veneer of of bright shiny suburbia over the uh, storm cloud of oil and death and sickness. So there was a density problem. There wasn't a density problem. And they wanted to make sure there would never be a density problem. So in 86, they had like this general plan response to public criticism. And what did they do? Right. There was a land use update 1989 that further reduced density 21 units per square hill. I mean, yeah, (laughs) per square mile. 21 units. Like they're just basically saying this is just going to be like pretty park area and codifying that. Well, and the mansions on top of the hill. I mean, like they in this article, they mentioned like, oh, there's this beautiful park that commemorates Discovery Well, this, that. And <laughs> the public loves to go there. Dude, I've been kicked out by private security there several times because I Absolutely. go at night to see the, a beautiful view from Signal Hill that, you know, I fucking pay for because it's basically like my taxes support this shit. And uh, private security hired by the city of Signal Hill is like, get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you doing here? This is not for you. Not just private security, also cops. At nighttime, oh, really, yeah. when the park yep. closes, uh huh. I've been kicked out. Yeah, like it'd be like if on uh, if for those who've been to San Francisco, it'd be like if like Twin Peaks was like at nighttime, like whoa, what the fuck? You want to go like see the view? Like get out of here. Like, <laughs> I mean, for obvious reasons, high huh. suburbanites would do a thing like that. I, but it's just ironic. Wow, I used to live around there and go walking around up that hill all the time. I never got kicked out. At nighttime? Yeah, but I was on are foot, you, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, are you serious? Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised by that. I'm honestly surprised by that. Yeah, I saw walk all the way up the hill and walk all the way back when I used to live off of Willow. My, oh. my experience wasn't on, on like that walk on the road, but trying to go to, you know, the P- Outlook Park, yeah. I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you try to go into that park and look out. and I wasn't looking. I was just literally on a walk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I was too. But yeah, I tried to go into the park. Nope. Really? No could do. Yeah. 
Wow. Well, I, I think we're, you know, maybe I should take back my former comment. Maybe the Signal Hill Police Department is the only non-racist police department in the entire ah. world. <laughs> <Hold your> breath. <laughs> wow. All right. So where are we at with Signal Hill? 86. They don't want dense units. It's 525 units on top of the hill. That's a very specific plan that they have. So where we are now. Well, I mean, now we're we're mansions on the hill, a few apartment buildings, uh, some lower quote unquote income stuff down at the bottom of the hill, which is how it's been for always. Um, Still pumping oil. Oh, yes. Oh, of course. How could I forget? Uh, The article talks a bunch about like, oh, people are so amazed by how there's oil derricks right next to houses and parking lots. We're so quirky. It's like, yeah, it's fucked up. Like when they annexed into the annexed parts of Long Beach and Signal Hill, the oil and they wanted to buy a bunch of the oil derrick plots to build the Costco center. Um, the owners were pissed because they were like, we make like hundred, like millions of dollars from these oil derricks. We shut them down every few years when the prices are low and, and turn them back on when the prices are high. Great. You can never buy this from us for what it's worth. So instead of getting rid of them and buying them or just uh, using eminent domain, the city uh just like left all the derricks everywhere like right next to the housing right next to the shopping centers it's all over the place so they still pump oil oh fuck yeah. just not all the time only when it's worth oh they they stop to drive up the price every now and then uh... yes. <laughs> that little little mini opec that's that's our uh invisible hand right there and these people who don't live in signal hill or long beach or even like probably like california a lot of them like they are the ones who are calling the shots. Their shell companies live here, though. Come on. That's true. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of that kind of brings us to today, right? That's what Long- Signal Hill looks like today. It looks like shit in a different way. It, it sucks. It's a nightmare. Yep. Yep. Total yep. population, 11,000 folks. Hoarding mm-hmm. all of that, that money. Like, it's not going to go to Long Beach schools, even though they use our school district. It's not going to go to Long Beach infrastructure. It's not going to go to our shit it's it's all for them what us plebs can't get get access to that money what are you talking no, about and we're certainly not going to tax that oil because it's not in our city but they have a diversity coalition committee meeting every second wednesday of the month oh damn Signal that, that is a yeah. that's that's the closure of the redemption <laughs> wait are you serious <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> I'm gonna sign you up. i'll send you the link Oh fuck! Should we go? No, we should. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so great. I I sometimes fall into the trap of trying to own the libs, and I'm like, oh, well, well, I need to do better with my time than owning the libs. <laughs> they, you don't, we don't need to try. They just own themselves. Yeah. You gotta realize they, with, like, when to. they go to these meetings, they're like, probably like feel since they're like, of course, they're gonna do something. Like, oh, like, uh, like you, when you give them shit, they're just like their brains, like what? But I like black people. I don't. (laughs) But I I like black people. Community Uh, policing, whatever, whatever. (laughs) So I guess this brings me to the question I wanted to ask you all. This article really radically changed my fundamental view of Signal Hill. Um, what what's to be? What do we do about the Signal Hill problem, so to speak? What's to be done? Like this can't just be allowed to sit within our borders. It forever, right? Like I. Yeah, like there's nothing to be done, I don't think. I think this is one of those things where the system operated. Some savvy players took advantage, obviously, when when the rules weren't established, 
to carve themselves out a little fucking fiefdom of wealth and resources. It's fucking gross. Like, yo, when I moved to that part of Long Beach, I moved a little bit outside of Signal Hill when I first moved to LB five years ago. And then, you know, I walked across the street and I see Signal Hill on the street signs and I don't know what the fuck that means. So I look it up. And the more and more I look it up, I'm like, yo, tiny, tiny fucking little city surrounded by Long Beach and you just look at the medium income. I'm like, oh, I know nothing about the history. I just know about this, mostly white, more, they make more money than the area around them, and they separated themselves. That's all I needed to know, and to know what the fuck Signal Hill was. And to now, to get into the nitty gritty, and all my fucking feelings were confirmed, it's just like, yo man, another example of the fucking system. What happened? What happened? I, I mean, yeah, I, I look at it, and I just think it's a perfect metaphor for you know, late stage capitalist U.S. experience, right? Rich people seclude themselves on top of an cloistered community at the top of a hill. And they're literally looking down on the surrounding area, Long Beach, uh, filled with working class folks um, while they get theirs. And then they sit there and they have diversity meetings talking about why is Sigma Hill not that diverse? When really the answer is they don't fucking want it to be. True. <laughs> Where- I kind of... I- before reading this article, I kind of viewed it like Saudi Arabia, like a little bit like, you know, it's like an oil, it's like an oil monarchy basically over there. And like, it's bullshit that they like Long Beach should just annex them. Like it should just be part of Long Beach. And it's like, if they don't like it, like, okay, we're shutting off all these sewer lines. Uh, we're, you can't use our roads anymore. We're blockading all the roads. Like you guys can figure out a way to exist as a city without ever entering or leaving. Cause uh, again, this is our city it's completely surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Go for it. But after reading this and all the environmental problems and just like the fact that Signal Hill dropped 30 feet due to, um, I forget the term, but they pumped out so much oil, the whole hill dropped oh, yeah. 30 feet and then they filled it up with water to stop that from happening. And the fact that it's going to liquefy in the next earthquake. Um, honestly, I think we should cut our losses. Let's bulldoze it. I mean, let's take their <laughs> money, but I, I think we need to start over, flatten it out, start over. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah. To be like, help. Here we go. Another example. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Jordan. You look at it and it's just like we're entering into a new era. Let's cut our losses. Let's or let's build. Let's annex it and build those fucking 1960s. Let's just build the vision of Signal Hill. Yeah, that looks dope. Let's make it public housing. Like, look at that shit. Let's go to the diversity meetings and be like, hey, this is what you should do to encourage diversity. Create a shit ton of, uh, you know, low cost public housing. So everybody, that you know, that covers a little bit of uh, the history of Signal Hill and how really how positive the American experience has been up until now. Really great, nice to see uh, oil barons, oil speculators destroying a place, and then uh, the redemption arc being the creation of a white ethnic enclave uh, that uh, basically is predicated on uh, having lots of land for the rich and wealthy, and none for the lower class. So to all you wonderful listeners, keep organizing. Uh, we appreciate your attention. Um, don't forget to follow us on your local social media platform, whatever that might be. And uh, I want to just say that we appreciate you. So subscribe, rate, follow us. This is Miles. I'm Vic. I'm Jordan. And don't forget to ask yourself, wait, why, why am, am I, I talking? talking?
This podcast made possible by the Royal Dutch Shell Corporation. Drilling your future.